and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Jake Thoughts. Jake Thoughts. Firing off. Pew, pew. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a long, tiring episode. I can't even imagine. I, I was, It was like 11 o'clock. Yeah. And I looked at my computer and I was like, I don't have anything to post. <laughs> So I just rolled out of bed, grabbed my little blue micro, my little uh, blue microphone. It's called the Snowball. Mm-hmm. Plugged it in and, and just started spit that fire started content. Started talking randomly about random shit. Yeah, dude, you had a birthday. I did have a birthday. Does it even seem like you had one? No. Really? No. Oh. I mean, I had a great time at the Blazer game. Okay. That was fun. That was yeah. my first his first game of the season. The first. First game, first home game I've been to this season. Uh, first game you and I have ever been to together, so that was special. I feel like you're real quiet. Hold on here. Okay. Give me a chat, chat. A chat, chat. There you are. Hey. Jeez. Sorry. Say all of that again. Who are you? I'm. <laughs> and you were tired, and it was late. We needed Jake thoughts. My name is Richard. Mm. It's my middle name. I know. JRJ. Yeah, I don't know if anybody knew that. George. Oh. George. It's my unit code at work. So we went to the we went to the Blazer, Blazer game. game. That was cool. It was the first time you and I had ever gone, gone to a Blazer game together. Yeah. Um, I had to be way more subdued than I normally am. Interesting. Because I'm sitting with a bunch of Seventh Day Adventists, and I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to offend anybody. I, I didn't, don't even think it's that. But as I was much also sitting. I was also sitting next to children. like children. The I was children, right next Jake. to like a ten year old. You're sitting right next to CJ's son, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I I wasn't I was never gonna tell you this, but then after going to the game with you, I was like, I gotta tell him what. I was very nervous to ever go to a game with you. Why? Because you hate the Blazers. Yes, <laughs> I hate all of the teams. I'm a, I'm a yeah, fan. I know of, you do. They bring me so much pain. I know you do. So you hate the Blazers. So I was always very nervous about what that experience would look like. Like, is he just gonna poo-poo them the whole time? Like, is he gonna be just a Debbie Downer? What is this? I was honestly nervous. I didn't huh. know. Interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's kind of fun to know. Yeah, so I was like, dude, I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. ever voice this, but this is my internal monologue like, okay, like if if these text messages are any reflection of how he is when and we've watched games mm-hmm. together, right? You've come over and we've watched was it playoffs maybe? Or? Yeah, we watched Blazers Lakers playoff game that That's like right. wasn't great. Yeah. So, but there was there was some genuine concern for me about like what this was going <laughs> to be like. Um, but Obviously, you couldn't tell because I got a poker face, poker face. <laughs> um, and you also had a mask on. so That's true. I also did have a mask on, but really, I'm going like this. And you just see my eyes watching the court. <laughs> <laughs> um, nobody can see this the face I just made. But um, So, with that said, uh, it was fun. I, I enjoyed okay. going with you. I, um, how, you was, how am I as a spectator partner? You are very... I, I love... I just... You're very – I love that you shit on the refs, but – It was easy, that game. Yeah, for sure, but rarely. I don't think – I think prior to this year, I had never been in the arena where they chanted, refs, you suck. Both times I've gone, both both times they chanted it, mm-hmm. the arena. Uh, that's the first time I've ever been 
where it's been that bad. Like I've seen, heard them boost certain calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to get to the point where an, the entire arena is chanting "refs, you suck." Yeah, it was so, dude. Some of those calls were so bad. Yeah, so bad. And it felt intentional sometimes, like sticking it to mm-hmm. them, and that's shitty. Yeah. The one on Justice Winslow felt like it was intentional. Yeah. I don't know if you know the one I'm talking about, but no. I forget who was driving. Um, and they called the offensive foul. Mm-hmm. Ju- Justice Winslow dr- was driving and they called the offensive foul for pushing, putting his forearm out mm-hmm. on the drive. Mm-hmm. And it took a bucket away from the Blazers. Yes. And he okay. didn't even extend his forearm out past his body. Yeah. Like his leg was out farther than his forearm. Yeah. Like you don't call that. They don't call that on anybody. Yeah. And then they call it in that moment with the Blazers down, I think, two or four. And that would have tied it or brought it within two in the fourth. And there was just a whole string of calls that were just yeah, mm, really, really bad. So um, I talk a lot during the game. Yeah, I don't mind that. So, yeah. There's there's a lot of times where... How am I? We'll continue. But I I also want to know what what your perception of me watching the games don't go there now but what were you gonna say oh there's a lot of times where people will just if there's like a, i've been in i've been to a lot of games where there's been a fairly empty 300 section and the people who were started by sitting around me at the beginning of the game all disappear by <laughs> halftime <laughs> and i used at first i thought like oh they their parents with kids or whatever so they they, they left they're leaving early yeah and then I real then it just kept happening, mm. and then I realized that they probably don't want to sit next to the really loud guy that yells, "Ref, which one's your son?" <laughs> every time they make a bad call, <laughs> yeah. or "F you, Matt Barnes." Yeah, every time Matt Barnes touches the ball, right? Um, but yeah, there was one point where you got real passionate. I'll say, and I'm like, "You're sitting next to a child." I just said he's really fucking bad at his job. <laughs> I don't disagree. And number sixty three was a trash. He's ref. bad, dude. We a need to trash find out who that is by the way. Um, the ghost of uh, Scott Foster is Scott Foster not working anymore? I hope not. Playoffs only. Yeah, they only they're going to bring him back only if the Blazers make the playoffs. Yep, exactly. Derek Richardson. Never heard of him, but I will always remember that name. Now we know. Now we know. Scott Foster, Derek Richardson. <laughs> it's obnoxious. It was bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we went with Jen's cousin, Micah, got a deal f- through work and got, I guess, decent prices and then just invited everybody. And everybody that wanted to go went. And um, he had texted me like, hey, do you want to go to this game? And I was like, that's Jake's birthday. Let me see if he would want to go. And that's how this whole thing happened. Yeah. We've, we've had a plan for a long time. Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone to a game with that much planning. Usually I buy the tickets oh, the yeah. day, like the yeah. day before or two for days sure. before. So Really? Yeah. That far ahead? You've never done that? Mm-mm. Oh, wow. And we had two. Dude, on also, also, I, I'm so annoyed at people's inability to read what section they're in. Oh, that was twice we had, twice. Random, we had random people try to sit next to us. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, this is 221. It's like, no, this is 220. It says right there, over there is 221. Yeah, you walked through a gate that would have said 221, 220. Mm-hmm. 
and the 221 is on your left as you walked through that gate that you came in and 220 is on your right. Yeah. It's not that hard to figure out. We walked through a gate that said 220-219. I know. How did we even make it? I know. How did we not end up in 219? <laughs> so stupid. We're such idiots. And and if you're coming from the opposite end, you're starting from the higher numbers walking to the lower numbers. I know, right? That sh- that should be their that should be your first indication. <sighs> um yeah, that was that was brutal. People like, are so stupid. And then that that one guy was getting kind of shitty. Um, he did not want to move. Oh, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was. Um, the first group or second group? Second I think group. it was. Uh, Matt's wife mm. was talking to him and said, "Hey, we didn't want to say anything until our other people showed up." Right. And then he was, and he was like, "Well, why did you let us sit here until, until, uh, until now?" And then she was like, "Well." We didn't know if they were gonna make it. Right. There was like, so we didn't. He said feel, all that. Yeah. Wow. What a doucher, dude. Because I, I could hear because that dude was sitting right next right to me next until to they left. Dude, why um, didn't you fight him? Huh? I don't know. I was too busy yelling out the refs. <laughs> That's true. You wanted to fight Derek I gonna, Richardson. I was gonna swing down on like Tarzan on a, I don't know, some cord and fight him on the <laughs> court. <laughs> Okay. Or have the crowd surf me down like they yeah, did the ball the handoff. Ball, yeah, dude, that doesn't spread COVID or RSV. Um, what What are your thoughts as far as me watching it with me? I, I you're a pretty standard fan. Okay, right. Okay. You're just basic bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 did the wave. Oh, you don't do the wave. I don't we, do the wave. Yeah. Okay. What is that about? You know how many hearts you broke? Two at least. Who's the second? Henry and Hudson. Both of them. Oh. Children. I broke their hearts? Oh, I broke CJ's com- children's hearts? Complete disappointment, at least from Hudson. I could see it in his face. Oh, no. He's like, first of all, who which the one, fuck which, is this guy? Which one was I sitting next Hudson. to? Hudson. Okay. So, first of all, he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Second of all, he doesn't do the wave. I know. This random dude yeah. sitting with my family. Yeah. And then he doesn't do the wave. <laughs> And he's trying to... I don't do the wave. I don't do the wave at any sport. And lineage from the refs and the players. Every single... <laughs> every single... That's 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 very Scrooge of you. Sporting event I have ever been to. I've never done the wave. I won't do it. I just don't do the wave. Have you ever done it? Never once. That's the problem. It looks so dumb. It does. But how does it feel? No idea. And I'll never know. And I don't care to know. <laughs> You should. No way for Jake. You're missing out, dude. I did. How? Yeah. I mean, you were. Uh, you you booed when you're supposed to boo. You okay. cheered when you're supposed to cheer. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you did any of the like the like a three goes up and you hold up the three. Like, uh, I don't. You don't do that. I, I have the I, foam I fingers behind you. I do that. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah. So nice. when I had those, it was mm-hmm. all threes for sure. Um. I don't do the threes, but I'll do, eh, you know, like I'll celebrate mm-hmm. the threes yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not really a stand up, sit down type of guy. Like, yeah, n- like nobody was. I'm a big stand up in the fourth quarter. Oh. It was really hard for me to stay sitting down because I usually stand the whole fourth okay, quarter. Lurch, sit in the very back. Then you're too. Well, tall no, to I could only stand when other people are standing. Oh, okay. But I was sitting in a section that nobody was standing. So Ad- Adventist. It too. wasn't just. The, it wasn't just the family. I mean, it, it, no, it was. It could have been it was just them. No, because nobody in the section was standing. I know. I'm only saying that because they so. listen. <laughs> um, but you're right. I am too tall to be standing. Yeah, so. hell yeah, dude. At Timbers games, mm-hmm. no one sits. That's great. No, it is not. Well, because you're short. 
It's obnoxious, dude. And that when sucks. I bring in the kids, mm. Cheyenne or Alex, and they they they're there to watch soccer, mm-hmm. and they can't. Yeah. It's dog shit. But we did sit up in the um, new terrace at uh, mm-hmm. Providence. Yeah, uh, amazing. Those seats are comfy. You can see everything. No one stands. They know. Don't stand. Just enjoy the game. I mean, if you're going to just sit and enjoy the game, why not just watch it from the comfort of your own home? 99% of the time, I would prefer that. Then go. Then why spend the money to go to a live game? Because it was your fight? freaking birthday. No, I'm talking about soccer. Oh, soccer's the shit. So you you would rather just sit down in uncomfy chairs? Yes. Imagine this. Imagining like a like a nice like a, almost like golfer's hat, golfer's hat. Smoke a pipe with a scarf. That's how I want to watch the soccer game. They allow you to smoke a pipe. No, but I would love to do that. No, I would not love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how casual I want to watch the game. Oh, they scored a goal, <laughs> which happens once a game. No, stop it. Not well. Yes, maybe maybe Timbers, but the Thorns. <laughs> Represent every day, all day. Um, hey, hey, national champions! Hell yeah, they are the champions. Yeah, I just have my one, friend. Yeah, I have just one more note from okay. the game. Um, I made this comment to you, and I made it to Kylie. I definitely, and because I know CJ is going to watch, so I have to say this. I definitely saw my future of what it's going to be like taking, oh, taking, uh, taking preteen kids to sporting events. Yes. Oh, Put CJ, CJ. No, no, I'm not going to blast him. I'm just saying, CJ, I am so sorry. <laughs> Dude, that must suck. Not only was he, he didn't show up till halftime because mm-hmm. of, I guess traffic was a nightmare. But then, so he texts the group I'm in with him and his brothers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Dude, Henry, like Henry enjoyed it. He wants to go again. I said, Shit, I'll go with you anytime if you're just going to be running food to me the whole time. <laughs> I will go every time. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna put. It, there's nothing to put him on blast about. It's just like he had to be dad, right? Yeah, oh yeah. So it's like, dad, I want nachos. Dad, I want popcorn. popcorn. Dad, I yep. gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah. And sp- and spending the entire game, even the fourth quarter, going to the going to the food courts. Um, thankfully, it looked like sound like they were fast. That was the fastest uh, return from a food court I'd Dude, ever seen. I was timing every run he did, and the nachos run was very impressive. Mm-hmm. He left at like a crucial time and came back with nachos so fast. And I was like, where did you get nachos that fast? Yeah. It was very impressive. They must have had them pre-made. And because it's fourth quarter, nobody was ordering anything. It's the only thing I can think of. But (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, that's going to be no, no. I mean, no shame in that. That's the dad game. And I just thought that's going to be me. Yeah. And that's going to be terrible. But what he what you're what he's doing and what you'll be doing is just locking in foundational memories that like yes it sucks now but you give it like 10 more years and they'll be just as into the game as you are because mm-hmm. there's memories there's core memories there mm-hmm. um the only reason i ever like my dad when i was very young took me to the games all the time mm. and then he would say hey let's go out back and we wait out back of the coliseum where the dry players would come out of the garage and we would ask for autographs and stuff we did that all the time. And for him to do that with a little ass kid, mm-hmm. he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but 
that's like core memory that's mm-hmm. deep in that brain right now um so when it was w- with my absence from basketball coming back just seems so easy yeah. it was like oh all of this is coming back i remember sitting here and I, even uh, i went to disney on ice in the coliseum mm-hmm. and just being in that building was like whoa I remember being in this building mm-hmm. for those events. I would love to see better, more basketball. Better games. basketball played in the Coliseum <laughs> than Moda Center. Better? Mm-hmm. I mean, for just overall or just one season? I mean, they made finals in the early yeah, 90s okay, at the Coliseum. Okay, that's true. Is it better basketball? It's more productive basketball successful successful yeah 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 i mean yeah i the difference though i think is very much just like there all these arenas now go vertical Mm -hmm. so it's just everything looks you can see the viewing experience is so much better yeah so much better yeah but yeah the the coliseum is classic i love it Mm -hmm. i love it do you ever go to any hockey games or anything i mean i've gone to a few winter hawks games okay i mean i don't know i don't hockey to me like soccer i just don't get i don't (laughs) i've never had an affinity for the sport yeah and so therefore it's hard for me to really get into the live experience of it and everything like that those those guys are athletic i mean they're insane athletes yeah i had a close friend um throughout my 20s who played he was well i was like 20 when he was in a senior in high school and he played high school hockey and we went to a couple Wait, of his games. Did your school have hockey? No. So oh. apparently there was um, some sort of high school hockey league okay, for okay. Portland, but they allowed basically any because it was the only thing it's around. Hockey. Yeah. They let pretty much anybody from any high school go and play in it. Mm-hmm. And he was part of the Vancouver team, which is just like a whole amalgamation, amalgamation of high school hockey players from all um, greater St. Helens league high oh, schools wow. anyway, but he was like their He was one of their forwards. Anyway, he scored <laughs> a hat trick in the game that we went to, which was really oh, cool. Damn. But he, uh, his, well, for his name's Forrest, but mm-hmm. he, I, it's insane the amount of athleticism that it takes oh, just yeah. at that level to be a skater. I can't even imagine what it's like. For Have the, you ever the gone ice skating? I have, and I'm terrible at it. You have gone? Yeah. I mean, I broke my leg ice skating when I was a kid. How'd you do that? My mom fell on me. Whoa. I think I've told that story. I can't. I was. That we sounds were, familiar. Because we I were, think I told the, my story when mm-hmm. I almost got my leg chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's coming full circle, mm-hmm. dude. After two years, what stories haven't we effing told? Uh, there's probably not many. <laughs> Oh my word! And then uh, tomorrow, it's it's the eve of the greatest holiday. Well, your greatest, your greatest holiday, not just mine. Jen's stepmom, Mm -hmm. her favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. Okay, so there's a team of two at least. (laughs) I'm sure there's (laughs) others who love Thanksgiving. Yeah, Um, are you excited? Oh, get lost, dude! What are you doing? I'm not a huge. Are you going to your parents? Yeah. Okay. Lame. Where That's why. Where else am I supposed to go? I don't know. Why don't you host? Because I don't know how to cook a turkey. You don't know how to cook? You've never cooked a turkey? Dude, I didn't cook until I was like 29 years old. You should ask your dad if you could cook the turkey. Absolutely not. I would not be allowed. Just ask him. No. 
Don't even like really try, but just ask him. He's gonna listen to this, and I want to get a text <laughs> message that says, "I'll teach you how to cook the turkey." <laughs> just say that's not something I'm interested in. Come on, just no. Say, just say, Papa, <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, will you teach me how to cook the turkey? It's my time, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how how does he cook it? I don't know. He puts it in the oven. In the oven. Okay. I don't know. Have you ever... Do you like turkey? I think we've been I'm not this. a huge turkey uh, fan. Yeah. I'm not really even a huge ham fan. Ham fan. Hashtag ham fan. Ham fan. I mean, if if you... like, So what I generally do is I take... I make my own little... Sand, this is typically me. Mm. I, I, uh, I make my own little uh, turkey sandwiches with the white roll... With like yeah. the white fluffy rolls. I mean, that's pretty good. I just put um, mayonnaise, like mayo on it. What? Okay, w- w- and what? And cheese, if there's cheese. That's it? I mean, mayo, turkey, cheese, and bread. What else do you need? I mean, gravy, mashed potatoes. Well, yeah, I'll eat that as a si- I mean, side. No, put them on a sandwich. No. Dude, one time after, there was this... Uh, Isn't that what Ross puts on his sandwich and friends? Is that like the... Oh, I don't know. Oh. I My parents took me to some hipster barbecue place one time. Okay. And I don't really like barbecue places because they, there's like, they, they, they completely are against having anything green in their establishments. For sure. It's annoying. Just give me a little bit of green of something. Well, they were like, hey, meet us at this barbecue place. And we did. And then they had, it was after Thanksgiving and they had like an after Thanksgiving special sandwich. Mm. And this is what my life changed this day. It changed. Yes. So I was like, I'm going to get the Thanksgiving sandwich because I love sandwiches mm-hmm. and I love Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, but there was an ingre- best of both worlds. There was an ingredient on there that I was like, uh, I don't know if I should leave it, but I'm gonna because it says it's house made. So I'm gonna leave it. Cranberry sauce. Yes. Mm. And I hate cranberry sauce. Or at least I thought I did. Dun, dun, dun. My life has changed. I would imagine that's where the story was going. Because yes. Since that day, fresh cranberry sauce, dude, I fucks with that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I fucks with that. <laughs> All right. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> but there was mashed potatoes on it. There was gravy. There was turkey. There was... Uh, what kind of bread? It was like a wheat, like a like a. It was a solid, hearty bread. Yeah, dude, it was delicious. I feel like that would only be good if it was like a solid, like doughy white. Oh, doughy white. Yeah. Mmm. And then it becomes just mush. I want something kind of harder. Okay. I, I mean, mean, I can I see that. It's... that. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I think that could go. I yeah. I I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'd have to see the sandwich yeah. to judge what type of bread would be even, I can't even tell you where it was. or I think the pandemic, pre-pandemic, mm. probably closed down. Small businesses, fuck yeah. them. No one wants to save them. Um, but have you ever had like a deep fried turkey? Have you ever had... Uh, I've had smoked, smoked turkey. Smoked turkey okay, is good, okay. yeah. I mean, I just, I like turkey, dude. Mm-hmm. And I cannot lie. Dude, oh, I got sad news I want to get to. But... um. <laughs> Before we move on from Thanksgiving. Um, okay. But. But. I'm blanking right now. Oh, no. This is, this is Wells' first Thanksgiving. It is. That's awesome. He has several Thanksgiving-themed clothing options. Okay. Some onesies with turkeys on them. Mm. Stuff like that. 
What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? The mashed potatoes. So why don't you get him like a mashed potato shirt? Like a potato. He is the potato. I have a whole thing of potatoes. That's what I'm saying. He's a potato. He is potato. This is the time. This is the moment. Uh, mashed potatoes are the shit, but if you make them wrong, then Thanksgiving's ruined. Yeah. And Jen makes the best mashed potatoes. So I don't know why the hell she even was like, nah, I'll let someone else make it. You're trying to ruin my favorite holiday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's um. It's make or break for me, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. If they suck, dude, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that's how I felt. There was one time uh, a... An in-law, in-laws of my, one of my family members Mm -hmm. was invited to our, in-laws was invited to one of our uh, Thanksgivings and they were in charge of bringing rolls. Okay. And I'm like a big bread. I like bread. Bread guy. Right. Big bread guy. And I'm like, either rolls have got to be one of two things. They have to be like the Franz, like the really fluffy, puffy white rolls. Mm -hmm. Obnoxious. Or the Hawaiian Hawaiian ones where they're a little sweet. Yep. One of those two. They brought wheat. Uh, Like, and they were, they were hard wheat, small rolls. And it was like the worst thing ever because I couldn't make my sandwich. Like I, you can't make a sandwich. Yeah. You couldn't make a sandwich with them because they're too small. They didn't even taste good with bread because like, I don't no know. No wonder you hate Thanksgiving. It was terrible. And ever since then, I like I said something. This was when I was. <laughs> this was when I was still in high school. Hell I think. Yeah. So I said something to my mom. I'm like, never again. They can never be allowed to bring rolls yeah. again. Tell them so to bring ever, a veggie tray next time. So ever since then. We've been in my family brings the rules and okay. so we make sure that it's the white fluffy. Rules. Well, especially if you're making sandwiches at them. I almost asked and you'll get the reference, but no one else will. If the rolls were from the discount shelf at France. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So here's this is going to be interesting and I'm, I'm a little excited for this. So we are going to Jen's dad's side of the family for thanksgiving is this a normal occurrence no usually so usually how we navigate through the holidays because when you're in a relationship it's feelings get hurt people want to do different things Mm -hmm. etc yep so our system now is whoever tells us first makes sense what their plan is we're doing that great way and then anytime anybody else says hey what are you doing on this day we say we already have plans those days Mm-hmm. They got to us first. And we'll even go ahead of the time and just say, hey, anyone have Thanksgiving plans? And it's like fucking August. <laughs> and nobody says anything. So it's like, all right, first come, first serve. If you want this hot ass at your party. I'm drinking rum and coke. I just need to just disclose that. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a lot of fun. Um, so that's that's just the system that we, we use. And so my uh, Jen's um, stepmom. Her favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. So I didn't know this prior to this year. Mm. And that's where we're going. So she might just get just, you know, an advantage every year because, like me, appreciates the holiday mm. as much as I do. Um, so we're going there, and that's CJ's side of the family. That's CJ's over there. And mm. he lives 
his parents live next door to their grandma, and oh. that's where we're going is their grandma's house. And then afterwards, everyone's coming over. There's a lot of birthdays in November, December. So I we're feel also like every family has a ton of November birthdays. Yeah, so we're like Aaron's birthday. Jen's brother is on Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if it is this year, but it's like right mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, and then. Micah's wife's birthday is right around here as well. And then <clears throat> our foster son's birthday is in a few weeks. So they were like, can we just celebrate it then too? Mm-hmm. So we're also going to do that. Um, oh, that's so cool. That's it, cool. You guys are celebrating. Celebrating him? Yeah. Yeah. I got a, I got a little uh, thir- Thanksgiving turkey themed uh, muffin. Mm. And it's got like a cool little design on it. And I got a, like a, it's his first birthday. That's and, crazy. Yeah. It's super wild. And it's his first Thanksgiving. He's been with you guys that long. I mean, he's 11 months yeah. old. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So he's turning one. And so it's just going to be, a, it's going to be a ranger. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, however, my parents were basically like, they were, they, they took the Jake hates the wave approach to Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> they're just like, I'm not doing it. We're not doing it. They're just not doing it. I don't even know what they're doing. I can't even remember. Good for Maybe them. Maybe like going to the beach or something. Good for, good for your mom. Why? Why celebrate? It's the best holiday there is. <laughs> if I could get away with like, ha- you could. I get the day off. You could. I leave and go to the beach and eat pizza. You could. Or seafood. You could. That sounds fantastic. Let's do it then. Okay. Let's do it. You're going to. All right. Yeah. We'll say fuck everyone else. We'll take the kids and we'll just go. We'll get an Airbnb and we'll eat pizza. That and watch sounds football. absolutely. Uh, the football games are never good on. On. I was just trying to. Just up the ante sure. for you so that you don't bail on me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the Jets are playing, I don't really care. Okay. We'll do it on a year that the Jets are playing. On Thanksgiving? Yes. Okay. Why not? All right. We'll tell our families fuck off. Mm-hmm. If you want to come, you better book somewhere at the beach mm-hmm. and they can follow us. Yeah. I mean, we are the lives of the family. We are the parties. Oh, I'm definitely not. You're not? Oh, no. Oh. I sit in a corner. Jake, you're like one of my best friends. You're a life of a party. <laughs> you I, can't be one of my I, best I, friends without being a life of a party. I'm not a life of a party, though. I've never been to a party, let's be honest. <laughs> what? I've never been to a party. Like You've a never ho- been like, to a party. Like a house party? Yeah. No, never been. I was never invited in high school. I've never been to a party in my entire life. I'm going to throw a house party just to invite you. Not here, but I'll do it. You'll hate it. I will absolutely it. hate it. I will go I'll sit in a, I will go it, I will go I'll sit in a, a corner and we'll do keg stands and you'll just be like fuck me. <laughs> just miserable. Oh, that'd be awesome. But anyway, back to your um, yeah, yeah. your sorry, plans. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting off track here. So, um so because my parents were just like, "Hey, no go." My sister and my niece were going to go spend Thanksgiving with my niece's grandmother. She lives up in Kelso. And my my grandmother lives with my parents. Mm. And my sister was going to take my grandmother up to Kelso to celebrate Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Something happened. I'm not sure the specifics of it. But Alex's grandmother just basically said, like, hey, we're not doing Thanksgiving here. I don't know how that happens or what leads to that. That's odd. But it was, like, last week, like, last minute cancel. Mm. So my sister calls me and was like, hey, so... um." Uh, plans kind of got canceled and grandma was supposed to come with me. What are your plans? And I honestly had no idea. I texted my sister-in-law and I was like, 
Anna. So my sister, sorry, let me preface this with my sister was like, so our plans got canceled. Grandma really wants to have like a traditional Thanksgiving. What are you doing? And can't she go with you with wherever you're going? And I was like, oh, shit. So then I, I know we're doing a Thanksgiving with my sister-in-law and brother-in-law. So I text Anna and I'm like, hey, can, can my grandma come with you? <clears throat> and she's like, yeah, absolutely. And Jen's like, we're not going there on Thanksgiving, you idiot. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, never mind. Shit, my bad. I'm like, what are we doing? Well, we're going over to my dad and Trudy's with that side of the family. So my sister, though, she goes, can, can you take grandma with you? And I was like, uh, let me see what we're doing. But I don't think that that would be a problem. But what are you and Alex going to do? This is my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let them just not do anything. I swear to God, Jake. Do you know what shit on a shingle is? As far as food? I guess it's a thing. Shit on a shingle? Yeah. Is that like ants on a log? I guess. Shit on a shingle. I just Googled it. Uh, it's like this meaty, uh, I'm not even going to show you it to you because it's funner when I'm trying to describe it to you. It's like a creamy beef mixture just on top of like some toast. Yeah. It almost looks I'm like, skeptical. it almost looks like a, a kind of like a beef stroganoff without the noodles on top of a, a piece of toast. And my sister's like, and people like mm, this. I, it doesn't sound like they like it. it. Sounds like that's their only depressing option for Thanksgiving. But <laughs> who ends up with that as an option? Broke motherfuckers. Because apparently, I grew up eating this all the time, and I just suppressed it from my memory. Okay. <laughs> so my sister was. I was like, "What are you guys gonna do?" And she's like, "Well, I think we're just gonna hang out at home and just you know have shit on a shingle." I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And she's like, "You know, it's like." It's like gravy and like meat and it's like on rice or sometimes it's on toast. She's like, we used to eat it all the time. And I'm like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You just repressed the memory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's like, yeah, we used to eat it all the time. So we're going to do that. I just need grandma to go somewhere. And I was like, all right. So we reach out to that side of the family and I said, hey, is it okay if my grandma, my sister and my niece join us? And they were absolutely cool with it. They're like, yeah, of course. But then now there's going to be like 17 people. It's going to be massive. It's a lot of people. <clears throat> it's already huge-ass family. So then we're just adding these other three, right? So then I call my sister back. <laughs> That's such a piece of shit. And I'm like, hey. Uh, so, we, I, yeah, we're going over to Jen's dad's side of the family. And um, it's cool if grandma comes and you and Alex can come too. And she's like, what? No. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't like trying to invite myself and i said you told me you were going to eat shit on a shingle dude you could not have been more transparent in your self invitation (laughs) (laughs) i said i'm not gonna let you eat shit on a shingle in my favorite holiday so that's what so i'm excited for the dynamic of i love awkward situations as you know i'm always the guy who's like trying to get people to talk to one another i'm aware and make it fucking weirder right Mm -hmm. so one I, it's just like it's, it's, it's such a di- such different dynamics, dude. My parents, if my parents came to this, they I would oh I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it because they they cuss like sailors and they're they're just salt of the earth type people, right? Sure. And not that they're not, but they're just like shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfuckers. It's fart, turd, and twat. 
And they have no reservations in using those words. So bringing that into that Seventh-day Adventist environment, as you know, (laughs) (laughs) can be like, oh, shit, maybe not. Yeah. So aside from them not going, my grandma is going. My grandma's, uh, she's she's great. She's great. She really is great. Um, Kind of soft, kind of of soft-spoken, doesn't really talk too much. but it'll, it'll. I'm just excited for the dynamic of bringing, just throwing them into this mix of chaos. It'll be fun. Sounds like the perfect <clears throat> Jeff Holiday. Yeah, right. Chaos and Thanksgiving. Food. And me just running around trying to n- mitigate conversations, right? Because I'll feel bad if my sister and my niece are just sitting over there not talking to anybody. But they, my sister and my niece, have come to so much with that side of the family, so that they are familiar with people sure so it won't be too awkward but then i'll feel bad if my grandma's just sitting there by Mm -hmm. herself but then i'm like i also kind of want to socialize and it's gonna be a blast (laughs) do you want to sounds like a time i would absolutely hate (laughs) why i don't do well in big crowds social anxiety man i just don't i just watched you in front of twenty thousand people ask the lineage of a ref's family and told them to fuck off (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't talking to anybody specific oh but if he had heard you I would have told her right to his face. <laughs> Probably would have been kicked out. I'm a oh. different person at Blazer Games. What? I'm a different person at Blazer yeah, Games. Yeah, I would agree. I, I like that. Uh, mm. As far as like my... So we've always just had a, a, a big Jokum family Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's probably ends up being around, depending upon the year, anywhere between 15 and 20 people at my uncle's house. Okay. Out in Ridgefield. And the house is big enough to accommodate it. Mm-hmm. Because there's outside and they have like an outdoor fire, like an outdoor fire pit that that. they get going so you can sit out there and be warm. And so there's like always like there's a ton of space. And I, me, Kylie and my sister always end up in a side room just waiting for it all to end. (laughs) Like (laughs) That sucks. However that ends, a meteor hitting the house or we get to go home. Um, It's, yeah, I don't. I just don't do well in in big, How like, does that crowded rooms. It's just I do the same thing at Christmas. Oh, okay. I hate I hate gift time. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> I was the leading I was the leading voice in getting like stopping gifts for the family. Mm. Like we don't even do it anymore, which is fantastic. You don't do any gifts for anyone. No, ever. not for the extended family. Okay. So we we like we have gifts for my immediate family that we do like our own little gathering but like the big extended family yeah. we get together we do a white elephant but there's no like we did for a f- one we used to buy that's like everybody buys one gift very yeah, simple and then you just put it in the yep, middle yep um before we were doing exchange a gift mm. so you like drew names at okay. thanksgiving and that. then you bought buy it for that one person sure. but it ended up it just devolved into everybody buying each other gift cards because uh, like me and my cousins like they're good people but mm-hmm. we have nothing in common mm. so it's like oh you like shopping at this store let me get you a gift card for that and then yeah. i get a gift card back for a store that i shop you can at just and it's go like, and buy what you want for yourself literally just let's not spend the 25 dollars yeah. and call it good have yeah. merry christmas like yeah. and so i because, That's why Christmas sucks. Well, because there was also <laughs> people in the family that 
there's also people in the family that legitimately like I would have loved a gift card from the shop that I paid for. But if you get drawn by the wrong person, oh. you end up getting as seen on TV from Fred Meyer random ass shit. And you're like, I just spent thirty dollars for a good gift for that person, and then I got back in return. You got a sp- like a, a springy hose, a five dollar yes. <laughs> I don't even bird feeder yeah. like. <laughs> it was legit, like yeah. just the like just cheapest shit, and I was just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Can we just not anymore? Yeah. I, I want to sound like such a pompous ass, but <laughs> coming across like, oh my god, like yeah, uh, complaining about I presents, have everything I need, complaining about presents, but it's just like honestly, can we just? The greatest gift is not having to spend money. The greatest gift is not even being with each other. It's waiting in the other room for this to end. Exactly. <laughs> Just don't make me come to anything and don't make me spend any money. Oh, my God. So I thought it would be funny in a white elephant gift because we, like I said, this side of the family, Jen's uh, dad's side of the family is massive. Mm-hmm. And we did something like that where it was like a white elephant. And I thought it would be so funny to get the shittiest gift. Except for it ended up with grandma. <laughs> See, that can backfire. We used to do a gag. Yes. You, our white elephant used to be a gag gift. Yeah. So that can definitely backfire if it yeah. goes to the wrong person. It did. And it was like a it was like a like a cheap ass like a keychain leatherman with a Thunderstruck. <laughs> Kevin Durant movie. Really? <laughs> That's a terrible, that's a terrible gift. I know, and she got it, and I was like, oh my god, it's so embarrassing. Back then, I was embarrassed. Now, I kind of love it. So, <laughs> um, there's there was this picture of me um, that, my, that Kylie and Sarah took. This was years ago. They took of me. Somehow, I don't know how, but there was these very s- small, skinny red jeans and I squeezed myself into them in uh-huh. the base in my parents' basement one time. Why? Don't know. Okay. But they took a picture of me in posing in these super skinny red jeans. Yeah. Well, unbeknownst to me, that year they printed it off and <sighs> put it in a photo frame, wrapped it, and put it into the white elephant mm-hmm. gift. So someone un- would unwrap a picture of me in red. I would skinny, love that. In red skinny jeans. I'm all all in on this. That would be funny if someone who had the sense of humor as my godfather or my parents yeah. or even my grandparents who have a good sense of humor had unwrapped it. Unfortunately, it was. The the grandparents of one of my aunts who were there celebrating Christmas randomly, with us randomly yeah. who unwrapped it and it, they're just looking at a picture of someone they don't even know in red jeans and that's the that's you gotta the gift. own it you wink at him yeah. and shit that <laughs> <laughs> was one of the most awkward moments of my entire life and as after that I was you like you know what was happening had no idea oh that's gold had no idea that's gold and Ky- when they picked when that person picked it up and this person's like 80 something years mm-hmm. old they picked up it all i heard was kylie go oh no and oh, <laughs> and i looked no. at her and i was like what's going on and she was like <laughs> just like you'll see and then they unwrap it and then i he because they're, everybody's like hold it up what did you get and then he like hold like he's so confused yeah. and he holds it up and it's a picture of me in red pants thankfully <laughs> uh, i think kylie stole it from him oh. so he got to go pick a new gift i need to see this photo i, th- I think we might still have it uh, I'll, I'll post i'll i'll show it to you please. if we still have it yes that sounds amazing that was one of the but i always have the worst luck with steal the gifts mm. even if someone like 
Last year, it was supposed to be serious gifts only, and a couple of random people thought it was still gag gifts, so oh. they brought... And I, of course, I end up with the stupid gag gift. What was it? Um, It was like a whole bag of canned food. Mm. It, 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 looked, it looked like they just raided their pantry. Ah, that sucks. If someone tells me it's a serious gift, I'm getting a serious black gift. Like a poster of serious black or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. Might as well, yeah, might as well play right yeah, into it. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. That got a lot. That got really oh off topic. My. That's okay, dude. I love it. Um, I'm excited for the holidays. I'm excited for, our, you know, our kids to be here and to to experience our foster son and our daughter. You know, to kind of try to navigate through these holidays. As you know, there's a shit ton going on in the background sure. of what's yeah my life. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm excited for you guys, and I'm excited for Wells, and I'm excited for, I don't know. It's it's it's. I'm I'm also very excited to be where I'm at working, mm-hmm. um, just because I've needed to take some time off, just being sick, and without without additional guilt mm-hmm. <laughs> thrown on top of how I already feel about calling in. For sure, it's been super cool. Um, and seeing you all the time and then working with you all the time has been rad. But I just, I don't know. I feel like as crazy as shit is in my life, mm-hmm. I'm in a good spot right now. That's awesome. Do you ever feel like, do you, one, do you ever feel like that? Yeah. And do you ever get scared? Scared that it's going to go away? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I mean, feel like that all the time. I always have. I think that's my anxiety. Let's fucking bring it down. I think if I have an anxiety. <laughs> The brown note. Uh, (laughs) Dude, if there was a way that I could harness the brown note onto the podcast and make people shit themselves listening to the show, I would do that. You probably never watched it, but there's a show called The League. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard? Have you ever watched it? it? Okay, it's a show about a a group of people that play fantasy football together. Um, Taco, who's one of the characters holds like this big uh new year's eve bash mm-hmm. invites all of these people and then has everybody show up with like didgeridoos and then they all play like the brown note mm-hmm. on and with all these speakers around and his whole idea was to get everybody there to shit themselves yeah i'm um, i'm all about that <laughs> if know, i could just have just what, just people what, shit themselves that's just what made me think of that that was such a funny show for a long time and then i it got never really saw dull. it it's, it's all right. It's good. Okay. It's good. Okay. Um, sorry to bring it back to the depressing topic. Do you ever feel like things are really good, like right now? And I'm that scares me because. Yeah, I mean, I think part of having constant anxiety is this constant feeling of dread. Yeah. I was actually talking about my therapist with that. Is just kind of always feeling like you don't really know why you feel like that. But oh, I you know just, why. Just feel dreadful. You just feel like there's impending doom. Yeah. Around every corner. I feel like that because there always is pending doom around the corner. I mean, if you look at the timeline of just recently, like these last 10 years, right? There's some great moments, right? Going to college, making great relationships and and graduating and studying history. Like I was reorganizing today and stacking all my books um, and I put like all the history ones together, all the Latin. I had to make a Latin American history section because there isn't one at any bookstore ever yours is probably better than uh <laughs> than all of barnes and noble right so and I, as i'm going through it and i'm kind of like 
reminiscing about like learning about these things that we've learned like i it's it's it just i don't know i feel good if those are great memories those are such such fun times but interwoven in in this timeline is such sadness with mm-hmm. infertility and ivf and even like the journey to adoption is just riddled with sadness and heartbreaks and letdowns and sure so I mean, so as you saw, we rearranged the house and we were kind of cleaning up and going through some things. And we found old notebooks where we were like wrote down like there was literally like a, a itinerary of like planning to go to Disneyland in 2016. Gas was 281 by back then, by the way, 2016. Um, and in there was also written, a, a, you know, like, OK, Jeff graduates in 2018 then you know but now we get we just got married we try to have a family and like you see those mm-hmm. and it's such a gut punch and you're just like things are great right now but when when does it happen when does it happen when do we get back to like oh okay here we are here's the disappointment here's the heartache here's the shit that we have just kind of experienced throughout this this timeline mm-hmm. that's just negative thinking i understand that but that's why there's that fear of just like, oh, shit, things are okay right now. Like, I'm doing – I feel good about my job. I feel good about my career. Even in the chaos of raising children, like, I'm still okay. I feel good, mm-hmm. but that scares me. Yeah. I get that. I don't know. Maybe I need more therapy. I get feeling like that. <laughs> hey, everybody needs therapy. For sure. But it's 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 not so – and honestly, I've been doing therapy, which has been helpful. I told you about that. Mm-mm. Yes, I did. Well, oh, yes, yes I did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> um, and so I've only done like two sessions and now we've got like scheduled more out uh, uh, ahead of us. Um, mm-hmm. But so it's just like I dive right in. I'm like, all right, here's here's why I'm sad and, and fuck everyone. I'll just spill the beans, dude. I don't care. I'll just do it. I just I, th- I think that, you know, when I was a kid and my dad got arrested and went to prison my mom was like i don't know what to do i need to get these kids therapy like that was the first thing that she did and i i always applaud her just awareness to do that i mm-hmm. mean she probably maybe somebody told her right or maybe she's a mental health nurse so she probably knew but she like put us right in therapy and like you know you look at the three kids who were affected by the trauma that we've had and you know, there's me, the oldest, my sister, the middle, and my brother, the youngest, and we all reacted differently. I just blurted everything out. This is how I feel. This is why I, I was very aware, right? My mm-hmm. sister kind of shut in and was like, I don't want to talk. And then my brother expressed himself in anger. So it was, I always look at that, those dynamics. I think that's such an interesting case study. You know, the same trauma mm-hmm. has affected us differently. What what are, what are the variables that impacted that? Was it the age difference? Was mm-hmm. it was it sex? Was it you know relationships? Well, what was it? Right? I think it's so interesting. Sure. Um, so yeah, now that I'm in therapy again, I'm just like bleh, word vomit. Mm. But I'm far more articulated than I was when I was like twenty and that helps. thirteen. <laughs> Um, well, and I mean, much more mature. It's kind of be really hard to try to do, to try to talk about feelings and understand feelings and thoughts and behaviors and how all of that stuff like flows, right? I, Something starts as a thought, then you have a feeling, and then you have a behavior. Yeah. And 
trying to change your thoughts. So mm. it's a, trying to change your thoughts. So it affect it. You have a different feeling about it, yeah. which then influences a different behavior. That's so interesting. You say that. So, so the the therapy that I'm doing is emotion based. Mm focused yeah it's like i've been in therapy or something <laughs> yeah no that's so great um so he was like you should read this book about like um i can't even remember the type of therapy but it's emotion focused and emotion based mm-hmm. and it's looking at so you're talking about the thought that then has the reaction to that thought is emotion and then from emotion is an action mm-hmm. where my therapy is looking at the emotional response sure. to whatever the thought right so on it's kind of like balancing the two either the thought or the reaction with the center point of the emotion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I think it's, it's like you said, everybody should do it. I think it's great. I think it's, it brings more self-awareness. I think it brings more, um, I am very, Oh shit. This is turning into a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> I have found that I'm very critical of myself, mm-hmm. very critical of myself. And in, so I expect everybody else to be, or that everybody else is very critical of me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So I'm just like, I'm not good enough. I understand my, I, I, I have all these shortcomings and I recognize that and you must too. So when you say like, damn, Jeff, this pod space keeps changing and it, and, and, you know, to me, that's maybe that's the only thing you say. I'm thinking this motherfucker's talking shit about how dirty it is in here. Fuck him. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. So like because of my own insecurity and my own criticism, you might say like, dang, dude, you changed this place up again. I could see what you're doing here. I'm like, fuck him. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't mm-hmm. say that and that's not the situation that happened. But that is an example that mirrors something that has happened in my real life mm-hmm. of like somebody just passively saying like mm-hmm. a, uh, a comment that could be a compliment. Yeah. But I'm just like, why are they being so critical of me? Well, what therapy does is allow you to because right thoughts, thoughts create emotions, emotions uh, influence behavior. Right. Right. And it's putting therapy allows you to kind of stem that flow after the emotion part Mm -hmm. and then think about it, change your thought, which then changes your emotion, how you think about that thought and which then influences your behavior. We're looking a lot at cycles and how that when you have that reaction, it can be cyclical. So here's a trigger. Here's the emotional response. Here's how you react. And that is not very, that is not much different than how you reacted two weeks ago mm-hmm. when there was a similar type of trigger. Sure. Um, so breaking those cycles or at least recognizing those cycles and going, hold up. We're about to jump into the cycle again. Mm-hmm. Take a minute, like you're saying, pause in yeah. and then navigate through that. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's always getting into really dark thinking. So it's, mm. um, it's like my th- one of my th- my therapists in school mm, when I was yeah. at WSU Vancouver because I was I did weekly therapy at WSU Vancouver my last like two years there. Such and, a rad resource. Um, it, it was amazing. Yeah, it was such like f- like literally a free, like it was free. It's not free. You want to talk about debt? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I mean, it was. Uh, it didn't add anything right. to my tuition. Well, there you go. <laughs> but it's amazing that that resource was there yeah. and the fact that they have such good like they had such good therapists at that 
facility and yeah. it didn't seem like anybody ever used it that no. was a crazy thing like not only did i do an individual therapy but there was group therapy that i was that i was involved in for two semesters on campus on campus and, i didn't know that and i did like there was like only me and like two other people ever showed up that's rad yeah wow that's mm-hmm. cool yeah. i did not know that great resource so, anyway Super cool. if you're at wsu vancouver and listen to this go to the student go to the uh, student health center and just it, see what your options yeah. are like it's there if you know they're, anyone they're, going to school they're there they're they're it's there use it um save my life the uh um anyway uh it was like my therapist there explained mm-hmm. it as thinking about like getting on like your thoughts right or a train and you're at you're in a subway mm-hmm. and the train is starting to go those are your thoughts starting to go towards the dark place. Mm-hmm. Don't get on board. So it's like the visualization of your thoughts as a, mm. like when you have like bad thoughts, mm-hmm. put them as a visualization. Okay. And then when you visual visualize, like put something as a, you visual you visualize yourself not getting onto that train. Mm-hmm. That one, that's what it's actually doing is interrupting that thought process. Okay. But you're not allowing to get yourself on that train. And that once that train leaves the station, you're on it, and you're you're going you're going sure. down. My current therapist uh, talks about kind of the same thing, but as bubbles. Like you have for me, my brain is constantly always bringing up. Um, thoughts from my past that were embarrassing or bad and it's constantly making me re- re- relive these and overthink these all these old past things about when I wasn't good enough why I'm not good enough mm-hmm. embarrassing moments moments I thought less like less than about myself and it just always just tanks my inner confidence right and she's like think about those as bubbles that are passing you what you do is you t- you pick them up and then you put your head in that bubble and relive that memory mm. well and visualize those Pensive, thoughts dude. coming at you uh, yeah right yeah coming at you and letting them don't stop and put your head in them let visualize those thoughts as bubbles you acknowledge going, them you acknowledge as they them go by and they go by yeah you don't dwell on them yeah so it's like a lot of stuff when you hear it, it sounds like, oh, that's, I mean, of course, that's just really. Uh, yeah, like, in practice, though. That's sell, like, yeah. oh, isn't that like, that's just duh. seems, you know, <laughs> duh, right? Yeah, as you said. Um, but so it's, it's so much hard. It's so much harder to do that in yeah. practice, especially when you're in the moment, you're in emotion mind, and you're just like, fuck all of this. Yeah. Something you said, though, about the train analogy had me thinking. I wrote something down real quick. What are the consequences of not getting on a train in real life, right? And I wonder if in that analogy, there's something that plays into that feeling. I think that the train analogy works, right? Because you're like, well, here's the thought. It's about to take off. You know, I should, I'm should. i going to ride this crazy train and we're going to see where it takes me, right? Mm-hmm. And this is just me getting too deep, right? <laughs> Peeling back some layers and going deep. But in real life, if you don't get on the bus and you miss the bus, then what are the consequences? You're late. You blah, 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 blah. You know, there's certain things of not getting on a train or not getting on a bus that that impact your life or impact your day. Mm-hmm. But you're not. It's not terminal. You're not dead. It's not forever. Mm-hmm. It's not always. Yeah. And I think that there's a real threat or danger to getting on that train. Like you don't know where that train's headed. You think you do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is familiar. This is the routine. I'm going to hop on this train and just go for a ride. I can't miss this train because I know routinely I have to get on. Right? Mm-hmm. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. In that analogy. 
Uh-huh. This is a, I, I don't know. Um, no, I think that works. So then, like, for you to stop and say, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get on the train. What are the consequences? And maybe you then dive into maybe kind of unexplored territory of not doing that, not continuing the cycle, breaking the cycle, changing it. And now you're approaching things differently and experiencing things differently to then find new ways to navigate feelings or actions or behaviors. Mm-hmm. With that, all that said, did you hear about Jason David Frank? Is that the the Red Ranger? Green Ranger. Green Ranger. Yeah. I heard he passed. He committed suicide. Oh, I didn't know that's how he passed. Yeah. So I was on Twitter, which is a shit show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I can't. So I, glad I, I literally had a conversation with you about verifying. What was his name? Uh, Adam Kinzinger. Adam Kinzinger. I was like, which of these accounts is Adam Kinzinger? And you're like, well, technically it's both of them. But the fact that I had to ask is exactly the problem with where we're at in this Twitter world. It's like I can't tell what information is actually coming from a former congressman. Congressman? Mm -hmm. And what isn't. Yeah. He's still technically a congressman until this session ends, which is like – a month okay yeah. yeah sure mm-hmm. so i just was like is this real is this not and that sucks well i was on twitter and then people were like i love jdf i follow jdf on everything on instagram youtube uh facebook i love i love power rangers knuckle draggers just talked about power rangers on our last episode forever like i love power rangers um and I love JDF. And I, I'd always thought, like, dude, if I ever go to a con and I have an opportunity to meet him, that would be so rad. That's something I wanted to do. And then people started tweeting that he was dead. But then it w- there was no, like, verified sources. Everybody now has a blue check mark, And everybody was just like, if this is true, I'm going to be pissed. If this isn't true, like, then fuck everyone who's reporting it. And I, I was just like, what is happening? Like, this is the space that we're in where... Because um, two days prior to that, everyone was tweeting that Jimmy Fallon was dead. <laughs> and Jimmy Fallon reached out to Elon Musk in Twitter and was like, can you fucking do something about this? And they didn't. They just let the flame burn. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Fallon wasn't dead. But if Jimmy Fallon tweets from his account, how do we know it's actually Jimmy there Fallon? Was ever a big, if there was ever a perfect case study for why anarchy yeah. is not something to strive for yeah i give you twitter under elon musk even just in this little microcosm of what twitter is like Mm -hmm. it's a nightmare so all these tweets about fallon come out and i'm like okay i google it and then i find verified sources saying fallon is pissed and he's trying to like get twitter to do something about it I i start googling jdf and nothing and i'm like he's he's dead like that's fucking sucks um and, and, and it just, it just like, I, you know, I, it's, it's gross. I don't know if it's gross, but I wanted to know the details of what got him there because from the outside, he's going to cons. He's such a shuck and jiver kind of guy, right? It, they always appear to be doing so well, yeah but in what I had found, I didn't realize that his, his stepdaughter or something like that committed suicide last year. He was going through a divorce. And then when I had found out it was that what was being reported was that he was at a hotel with his wife who whom he was going through a divorce with and they were getting into a dispute. Hotel staff said, hey, you guys got to settle down. They separated rooms. He locked himself in the hotel room and then killed himself. Oof. 
And she was so worried. She called the police. Police weren't getting responses, and they found him dead. And I don't know. Like, I can't. I've had people very close to me take their lives. And it's just like in the same way that he did. Because I did find out how he did it. Mm. And it's just. Like, I don't know. Like, check on your friends. Check on your buds. Shaq the other day. I know Kobe died in a chopper mm-hmm. uh, crash, but he was like, I never realized that I wouldn't, that the la- the next time, like the space in between me seeing Kobe, Kobe or talking to Kobe would be forever. I didn't realize that it was going to be forever. He said forever is a long time. So check in with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I enjoy about doing the show. We rarely do it, but I know I've gotten a ton of positive feedback from others when we do talk about mental health. And I think that it's 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 a space for us to be vulnerable, especially as dudes, because dudes are always like pussies if they talk about their feelings and what they're going through. But mm-hmm. like as a as a kid, the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, that dude was fucking everything to me. And as an adult, I, I thought he was so rad and I thought that it was so cool he was doing the con stuff. And from the outside it seemed like everything was great. Mm-hmm. Right? But that that that's what social media does. And that's what putting this perception up in this in this facade does. Um, and there's nothing I could have done, you know, to check in with JDF to change his to change his situation and mm-hmm. how he feels, but that doesn't mean that I can't with other people. Yeah. You know? I mean, Chester Bennington. I mean, the one that hit me the hardest was Chester Bennington. Right. That one will just, that one rocked, that one just shook me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing. People you don't even realize, and then you, they take their own lives, and it can have such a profound effect, effect on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it does feel like a loss. Yeah. So sorry for your loss. Yeah. Like, that sucks. It, dude, I freaking love Power Rangers. I got the, Green Ranger glasses right there. Mm. I was a Green Ranger for Halloween one time, like five <laughs> years ago. I went to the Laser Game dressed as Green Ranger. Really? Yeah, that's cool. I love Power Rangers and I love JDF, and it's just like I, I, you know, I, I really feel like the world, at least our culture, is shifting towards addressing and accepting open discussions about mental health. Um, but well, then, uh, athletes are being more open about it. Yeah, absolutely. Athletes are taking time now when they need to yeah aaron rogers which is great <laughs> that guy's a joke i wish everyone could have seen your face that guy's a that guy's a douche but uh like aj brown receiver for the eagles yeah. last year took time took several weeks off he was just like i'm not in the right space kevin love has talked a lot about it yeah so i mean it's good that's all good i mean yeah. i think everybody needs like i will i will die on the hill that everybody i don't care how happy confident alpha bro you think you are yeah everybody needs therapy yeah everybody does yeah so and 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 was it was it you i was talking with when we were talking about our kind of experiences through life i think it was you and you were like i'm not trying to compare traumas or uh, recently we had a conversation i think Mm. right sounds familiar yeah Yeah. but and, and it's like i think that sometimes like I think there's obviously an understanding between us as friends that we we know that that's not where we're coming from. But I think guys can get into that, like especially toxic dudes who are trying to one up, like mm-hmm. oh, let me. But they're they're. It Do you think I, you had a bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had to pull myself up by my bootstraps. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what your trauma is. There there are big or small. There's there's no way to to quantify it, but it impacts us all in so many different ways. Yeah. 
and and it can lead to such toxic behavior, toxic choices, toxic thinking. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, overall, I, I'm glad that I'm doing it again. And I think that you and I have always kind of been advocates from for for therapy and, and, and recognizing mental health and and kind of addressing our own. Um, but, you know, the suicide is is devastating. And I I don't know, like you never know. You never know. And that's like there's there's all this guilt with those people who I've lost in my own life. You know, I'm friends with my friend's mom and she's constantly posting things. And it's always it's almost like a reminder. Like it, I, I take it this way. This is my own criticism, right? My own my own whatever. Right. But I'm like, I should have done more. But maybe I couldn't have. Right. But I don't know. And that sucks. Ultimately, that ultimately that choice is, is theirs. For sure. For sure. But I don't because of the way that life is. It's hard not to think what if. Sure. You know? Yeah. So. I mean, we can all do better, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not our fault that right. they made that decision. Sure. Um, But. Yeah. I don't know. That's hard. I mean, I'm just thinking of the, the lyrics from uh, Adam's song from Blink-182. Yeah. Like, uh, laugh the loudest. Who would have known? Yeah. Um, I. So, yeah, you never know what anybody's going you through. You know, when I was a kid, I heard that that song was about suicide. And as a kid, I was like, how is this about suicide? You spilt milk? What are you talking about? Oh, it's uh, apple juice in the apple hall. Apple juice in the hall. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, I'm like, what? Please, but, yeah, please tell mom it's not her fault. Yeah, but now as I listen as an adult who have 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 life experience, I'm like, damn, dude. Um, but I think that... I'll end on this is that just reiterating what you said is we can't all do better. And even in this timeline of like how hard things can be, I think that it's important to recognize just reflecting on what tomorrow is um, or today. I guess it's today because this is coming out on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, But what there is to be thankful for. What there genuinely is to be thankful for. And I think there's a lot of power in stopping and saying like, whoa, like this sucks, but like, let's start counting some things that are really great, that mm-hmm. are really helpful, that are, um, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that well, make sense? Psychologically, it's been proven that our brains wait. Our brains naturally weight negative yes. information three times heavier mm-hmm. like than positive information. Mm-hmm. So you have to train your brain to seek the good. Yeah. You have to force your brain to seek the good. Yeah. So I think that's a good reminder to people is when you're thinking really, really low, mm-hmm. look for the light. Mm-hmm. Um, as Albus Dumbledore said, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye. Bye.